Today's episode of Quality Control is brought to you by Loot Crate. Would you classify yourself as a geek, gamer, or pop culture nerd? Then this is the subscription box for you. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items of gamer and pop culture licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Make sure to head to lootcrate.com control and enter code control to save $3 on any new subscription. Not that long ago, and depending on where you live, not so far away, Loot Crate blasted off into a voyage across the galaxy searching for the far reaches of space to find universally awesome gear. Using December's Star Wars The Force Awakens loot as a launch pad, we landed on some equally cosmic items from Halo 5 and more with an exclusive Funko Pop and an exclusive shirt in this month's crate. This is the loot you're looking for. As a loot crate subscriber myself, I'm always excited to find out what's in the box this month. It sounds like it's going to be a good one. Now, if you want this box... Uh, you only have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash control and enter code control to save $3 on your new subscription today. My guest today is Ben Kacheri. He's here to talk about Just Cause 3. My name is Justin McElroy, and you're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. <laughs> Chara, welcome uh, to the program. Do you know why we uh, decided to do this episode of Quality Control, Ben? I do not know. Why is that? Just cause. <laughs> oh, man, you worked the name of the game into the gag. Then did it again. Just cause three, the trace. Ben, what's your uh, what's your sort of just cause history before before you tucked into this review? You know what? It's funny. I, I played Just Cause 2, and I don't think I was doing it professionally at the time. And it's like, I don't... I cared so little about the story. I just would play it all the time just to blow stuff up. Like, mm-hmm. I was addicted just to jumping into the world and seeing what I could make happen. And I played it forever. Just forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was definitely the way to play Just Cause 2, was to, to, to tuck in and just do a bunch of side stuff and really not try to attempt the story whatsoever. Um, the the, uh, the I always talk to people, I always think it's interesting when you, when you do an open world game review, um, you're obviously, with almost any open world game with Salt, you're not going to be able to do everything. Um, how did you sort of approach the content of the game how did you break up sort of side and story stuff and how did you know that you were you you know you were done that you were ready to write the review you know it's there isn't a lot of like just cause 3 is so regimented compared to other open world games like you have your clearly marked story missions you have the fact that you're liberating the settlements and the military bases and then you have the challenge missions where you unlock different powers and abilities and that's kind of it so like you know what you're doing when you're doing it and you almost always know exactly what you're going to get for doing it so it was it's really nice to like sit down with kind of purpose and be like, okay, I'm going to liberate this province. Then I'm going to play three story missions. And then, oh, I really want this ability and I know exactly how to go about getting it. I I feel like a lot of times, and I think Ubisoft games are are very, are kind of the the main sinners in this regard where you just spin your wheels so often 
or you bring up the map with like the thousands of icons and you just get overwhelmed and walked away or walk away. It's uh, so yeah, it, it's nice that you really sit down and can make a plan and execute it. And there's not a lot left to chance, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, I was kind of caught off guard because it had been a while since I've played one of these. Um, the, uh, when you start firing guns at people, it feels very like not great. I mean, it doesn't feel like a traditional shooter does. You, you, I kept wanting like more precision with how I fired and stuff like that, but it's really not the game for that. Um, a question from Nick here who asked, did you find the imprecise gunplay distracting or did it encourage you to experiment with the grapple more? I didn't even find it distracting. I just kind of took it as a matter of course. Like, you can get sniper rifles where you can get pretty precise and, like, call your shots. And there's there's weapons that fire in three-round bursts that force you to really kind of slow down and pick your target. But overall, like, I... It wasn't that it pushed me towards the grapple as much as it pushed me towards explosions. Like, everything in this game is collateral damage, right? So it more pushed me towards grenades and, like, the easiest way to kill someone in this game in a a kind of sad reflection on the game is that just blow the whole building up next to them, and that's more fun. So, like, I had a lot of fun just causing chaos whenever I was on a tear and just taking people out that way. So yeah, it's something I I got used to and it didn't really bother me and I engaged it in a very make everything blow up type of manner. Um I what platform did you play on? I played it on PC. Uh did you try out the consoles at all? Did you did you duck into those cuz I I've heard some rough stuff. So I haven't had a chance to play the console version. And the sadistic part part of me kind of, or the masochistic rather, part of me wants to, because I have a fairly beefy PC, and even then the loading times could, could be a, a bit tricky, especially if you're trying a challenge over and over and over again. But overall, I was playing and seeing these massive draw distances and these beautiful explosions and this giant world where you can fly up and see so much of it. And wondering how the heck they were able to fit that, even on current generation systems. Like, I've kind of heard the same thing, that, that the frame rate is is questionable on consoles. And I'm kind of shocked the game exists there at all. I'm not surprised that it's a, a way rougher experience there. It's a game that really takes advantage of the additional RAM and GPU power of a good PC. For me, it's just the... It's just the load times. I mean, it's just... Uh, it adds like an extra level of difficulty to uh to, to the game where like i it's so demoralizing to get killed or to lose a mission or whatever it just is like a kick in the teeth because you know you're staring down the barrel of maybe like uh, i mean upwards of a minute uh sometimes like low time uh, and this is like on side stuff like there's been side stuff that I've kind of enjoyed where I've thought, you know what, I'm just not going to I could do it again and try to get better gear, but I literally just don't I mean, I can't sit through the load time again. I'm just going to move on. Um I have a, a question here from Matchty who asked, uh, can you talk about some of the did you just see that moments of emergent gameplay that you saw? Sort of like your your best like silly moments. 
it's it's so much fun to just try to figure out ways of just ruining someone's day in this game. So like one of my favorite things to do was to like, you know, connect things to jets and then take off with your afterburner. That's fun. Or it's like shooting down a jet with your jet is not easy, but jumping on top of your own jet and then grappling hooking another jet and then connecting it to something else in midair, that's a lot tougher. And it's so much fun to just be in a city and throw a grenade and blow up a gas station and then like 40 seconds later the explosion is halfway across the city and just see things flying in every direction. Like, I'm, I'm kind of struggling to think of one particular story, but there's so many times where you're playing with the grappling hook and connecting things that the physics just feel so good. My favorite thing during, like, chases where a helicopter is after you is grappling the helicopter and then connecting it to the ground. So the helicopter has three or four more seconds of everything seeming fine, and then it just plunges straight down nose first and explodes. Or like connecting it to a, a building you're passing and just watching it careen off to the side and land on its own rotors and explode. Like when you're in motion, connecting something that isn't in motion to another thing in motion, it, it's always delightful. Like you get so many fun things happening. My my favorite so far, um, and I haven't played much, but um, my favorite so far is I, I, I try to get cute. There was a uh, a mission where I had to deliver a scooter to uh to a garage, and I thought, well, God, I hate long drive missions. I hate missions where I have to drive a crappy car a long distance. You know, I brought a helicopter with me. I'm just gonna <laughs> attach. Th- I'm just gonna attach the the, th- the the helicopter to the motorcycle and then just fly it over there. So I I do that. I attach it. That all works pretty good, except for the fact that the the scooter is like swinging around like an insane wrecking ball uh, <laughs> as I fly towards the village. And I finally get to the village, and I think, okay, well now I have to like disembark from this voyage. And I <laughs> jump, I without really thinking about it, jump out of the helicopter and land. The scooter lands right behind me, and I have just enough time to think, ah, sweet, nailed it, before the helicopter comes crashing down on top of the scooter and blowing up everything. Uh, The end. Long story short, had to drive past. Uh, I want to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Ben, this quick break is to tell you about Mac Weldon. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N. Are you familiar? I am not. Well, let me sell you on this. They are a company that offers socks, and underwear and t-shirts and jackets and sweats uh stuff for dudes that is really super duper comfortable uh all the products are antimicrobial which means that they uh, eliminate odor it's a fancy science way of saying it and you know you used to be kind of bored when you're a kid if you'd get you know uh socks and underwear as a as a stocking stuffer but if you receive mac weldon or you give mac weldon you're going to turn that trope on its ear. This is top of the line stuff and it's something that every guy would be excited to get. I'm highlighting guys specifically because that's their target demo. You could of course buy it for anybody you want to. But I'm uh, the, this is stuff that's I, I guess been cut for dudes and as a dude myself I can say that uh, I got some uh, some underwear and some uh, a t-shirt from Mack Weldon and it was supremely, supremely comfortable. 
one of those garments you ever put on like a shirt or underwear or something that makes you think like, oh man, I've been wasting my time with a lot of shirts. This shirt is not is like another level shirt that I've been missing out on. <laughs> That's what Mac Weldon is offering. Uh, now listen, you go to MacWeldon.com and you can get this is crazy, twenty percent off if you use the promo code control. Uh, they uh, they want you to be comfortable, so if you like your first pair, uh, if you don't like your first pair, you keep it, and they'll still refund you. No questions asked. So, again, you're going to go to MacWeldon, that's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com, and you'll get 20% off using promo code CONTROL. Uh, I got another question here for you, Ben. Uh, this one comes in from... Uh, 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 Mr. Kelso, who asked, and and we've we touched on this a little bit, but out of curiosity, did the low times uh, hurt your enjoyment at all? Were, were the low times even an issue on a PC, or is it just sort of like uh, uh, about what you'd expect? You know, it was it wasn't enough to really hurt my enjoyment that much. Um, the main thing that really got you, and you talked about this a little bit before, it was when you're doing the challenge missions and especially on the really short ones, or if you continually biff it in the first 30 seconds, just hitting the space bar, waiting for it to zip around. And I think on PC, or at least on my PC, the loading times were only like 20 to 30 seconds, which doesn't sound like a lot when I say it that way. But when you're doing the same thing over and over and over, it's just interminable. It's, it's not fun. So... I definitely think they can be tightened up, but they're nowhere near on the PC I played the game on as bad as reports I've been hearing from people with uh, slower PCs or PCs with less RAM or, God forbid, the consoles. Yeah. Did, I, I want to talk a little bit, brief diversion, about ludonarrative dissonance real quick. Uh, the Just Cause games have always sort of... Um, I mean, it's basically developing world as playground for destruction and it doesn't matter if you mess everything up because things are already pretty bad there um and it and and that's sort of been uh thematic for a lot of the just cause games there's even a line when your friend mario in this game says like hey blow up whatever you want we'll fix it up for you no questions asked <laughs> now i'm not i'm not gonna get hung up on this too much because obviously you know it's a video game and it's it's it is a it is just a setting for uh a a, a and not just a video game but it's a like it's, it's a dumb video game so like they're just trying to construct something but uh the to, to to service their gameplay but like did did that ever rub you the wrong way you know, it did, and it, was, it wasn't it was fairly often, but it, it happened enough times for me to remark on it, and it didn't have to, because it's very easy, not easy, it, it, it's possible to make an open world game that is very clearly a video game. It's like, go have fun, blow stuff up, it's going to be amazing. Like you said, it's even, there, there's a character who's like, you're, you're so intense all the time, lighten up, you literally have an infinite parachute, what do you ever have to worry about? So, so they like they wink at characters all the time, and then the story will try to pull off like a, a pseudo emotional beat, or like make you feel like the gravitas of like living under the boot of this dictator, and it's like yeah, like that kind of belongs in another game, one in which I'm not encouraged to sit in a military helicopter and blow the living shit out of a civilian city to quote unquote liberate it, like that. 
felt dark to me at times. And then your character is like, this place looks better in flames. And I'm like, dude, those are those are like your your countrymen, my friend. Like maybe don't maybe don't blow up all of their infrastructure. They still have to live there. Yeah, so, the infrastructure thing is weird and that's a, like a, that's such an old man thing to get hung up on, but like I I uh, my wife Sydney is a doctor and she does like uh, care and developing nations sometimes and I went with her to uh, Roatan which is an island uh, off of mainland Honduras and I mean I was there for a month it was basically tourism not trying to say here that I like I understand the the plight of their people any better uh, but it is weird like infrastructure is one of the big deals there so like when you don't when the, it's hard enough trying to scrape together some sort of infrastructure and then you have this dude like jumping out of helicopters blowing it all to hell it seems kind of counterproductive like what what is left to liberate my friend <laughs> and it's and it's like you you do get these moments like after you beat the game you unlock sandbox mode and you want sandbox mode in a just cause game sandbox mode is so much fun just when you play with all your unlocked missile launchers and helicopters and tanks and everything but the splash screen is like if you want to relive the joy just click on a settlement and click the reoppress button to oppress it again so you can There's liberate it. There's a reoppress button! <laughs> it's like, it's, I, I remember running to get my notepad to like make sure that I wrote down this exact wording because like the game like with these sincere eyes telling you like, oh, you can reoppress whatever you want just so you can blow it up again as you're liberating it. It's just... Yeah, it's it's not a, a big deal, but it, it happened enough where I feel like the writers or the narrative designers, whoever, should maybe have like feared a little harder in one direction and stuck to it, you know? Yeah, like, and just so we're clear, like we get we get upset about a lot of stuff at Polygon. Just to be clear, this is not like one of those that's super rubbing people like rubbing us the wrong way. Like it 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 is basically like worrying about the plight of. Uh, uh, people under the com- uh, control of Cobra Commander, like, uh, like it, it, it's like it would be like worrying about the people that are under the the boot of Doctor Doom. Like it's that it's just that silly. Where every once in a while you think, yeah, you know what? That's kind of weird. This guy's <laughs> like a dictator, and he's also a supervillain, but he's like doing this every day. It's kind of strange. Anyway, um, Just Cause Three is a fun video game. I think. I wish it loaded faster. My dream is that it'll patch on the consoles and maybe load just a little. I, I'm not asking for a lot. Um, is this one of those games, Ben, that you feel like, and this is such a loaded question, but would you say this is one of those games that has like a broad appeal, like it's easy to recommend to, to people? Oh, I, I think so. Like, because it's so easy conceptually to sell to someone. Like, do you like blowing shit up? Yes, I, I love blowing shit up. I have a video game you're probably going to like. Yeah, like it's the the physics are so satisfying and the the moment to moment act of just blowing the heck out of everything you can see. And w- what's fascinating to me and I think people don't talk about enough is just the environment of Medici, the island nation the game takes place within. It's like you're flying over it in your attack helicopter or your jet or you're on a little putty scooter or whatever, putting around the countryside. It's beautiful. Like, I Mm. wanted to, outside of the fact that everything's blowing up around me, I kind of wanted to vacation there. I bet they have amazing wine. It's how you get to be this guy and not like any other person. (laughs) If you're this guy, it's great. It's like when you think about Star Wars and that universe seems great if you're a Jedi and everyone else is just like 
off to the side, suffering horribly due to these right. wars. But yeah, yeah, the actual environment just looks so beautiful and you see sunsets and it's just, it's a, it's a great world to spend time in and blow things up in within that framework. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Right. Well, for Ben Kachera, uh, I am Justin McElroy. Thank you so much for uh, listening to our program. Uh, just a reminder to go to MacWeldon.com and use the code control for 20% off of those great duds and uh, LootCrate.com slash control and use the code control uh, to save three bucks. And remember, you have until the 19th to do that. So just get on it. Um, game release season is winding down, but uh, we're going to be using the quality control platform to talk about some game of the year type stuff i believe not exactly sure because we haven't uh hemmed those plans together yet but um that is uh sort of our loose idea more than that as it develops but until that point uh for big Kachera, my name is justin mcelroy and thank you for listening to polygons quality control mm-hmm.